I'm JT. And I'm George. This is Pod Feratu. All right, so we are going to talk about the movie Deep House today. From 2021. Before that, I just read something this morning that Netflix is doing a uh, season six of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. okay. And and Rory Culkin is going to be in one of the episodes. Nice. Yeah. No, I, think, I hadn't heard that. That's great yeah. news. I think just before that comes out, we should do our uh, top five or ten Black Mirror episodes. Oh, do you want to do it before it comes out or do you want to wait until it comes we out? We should do it like right before it comes out. Okay. That would be fun. Anyway. So yeah, Deep House. I just rewatched this again last night. Did you I didn't I didn't rewatch it cuz I've already watched it twice. Well, before. I rewatched it because I was I don't and I don't know why this came to me, but I was thinking about it and I thought it's almost a folk horror movie. Not quite, but almost. And I think they could have really upped some of the folk horror vibes in it and it could have been really cool. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I really like it. It might have been a different movie at that point, though. It it might have been, but I and think maybe they not could the have. Movie they were going after. Maybe. That that could be true. We'll get to all that. Um, so this was uh, directed by Alexander Bostijo and Julian Murray. I meant to look him up because I feel like I've heard that name before. They did Inside. Ah, okay. As well yes. As Leatherface. That's right. You, enjoy, you like that? One. I really liked Leatherface. Okay. I, I was so. yeah. I couldn't quite remember. Okay, inside. Have you seen Inside? No, I don't. Inside is I don't think so. fucked up. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I, I loved it, but it's messed up, and it's basically just a. It's essentially just a, uh, a two character piece, and that's it. Igloo is on the move. Igloo said she wants to do an episode and watch Godzilla. Sorry. I'll show you who's king of the monsters. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. That's okay. We do things very, very real time around here. That's right. That's, so this movie, uh, the actors in it, I just I just found this out when doing research. The guy who plays Ben, James Jagger, is, is Mick, Mick Jagger's, Jagger's kid. kid. Didn't know that. And the I think uh, Camille Rowe was originally she started out as a model. Did she? I think so, and I think she may have been in Playboy, but she does a pretty good job. Yeah, I thought they were, the acting was good in this movie. I thought the acting was fine, especially considering the fact that a lot of the acting had to be done with their faces. Right. Because the voice acting, I'm assuming, is all voiced over later. It has to be. It has to be. It has to be. So a lot of yeah, the stuff... Yeah, I have a lot know, of questions about the logistics of how they pulled off filming ah, this movie. I looked that up. And I tried finding some stuff. I was able to okay. find something, but what, not a whole lot. What did you find? All I found out is that they built the house on these grids. Yes. And then submerged the yes. entire damn house into like nine meters of water yeah. in a tank that was like 20 meters Apparently wide. there's a studio in, I think it's in Belgium. Okay. Basically they're known for their underwater facilities. Oh, so I yeah, see. they were about, so they were about 20 feet down filming this. Yeah. So it was done underwater. It was not done in a lake, which I wondered about. Cause I would think that would be impossible. That has, yeah. I couldn't imagine how they, but they did such a good job. They did. Capturing the and look. The, I think they said the house could only be lowered like a one meter per hour. Oh, really? Yeah. So holy shit. Yeah, right. But the rest that they that just to took me three hours alone just right to, just to submerge it. And that to me, wow. and then they'd have to wait for everything to settle. Yeah, and all the kind so of. So I guess that's what that my experience with the movie. It's a good movie. 
Um, the only thing that I think it does different from any other Haunted House movie is the fact that it's underwater. But that's what had me in just, like, in awe. It was so... The whole time I'm watching it, I'm more like, I'm just blown away by the scale of it. Yeah. More so than the story itself. And it was so claustrophobic. Yes. It because was so of, well done. Because of being underwater. It just added to... Plus the whole thing that it just, like, skews everything. Because they're not going up and downstairs, they're swimming. Right. And they right. swim in from the attic. Right. And, and it's just like the, the swimming whole part for me added a different level of like anxiety and tension yeah. because you can't you can only swim but so fast. So when it came time to quote unquote run away, you can only you can't go but so fast. And you, I don't know if you've ever had those dreams where like you're yes. running away from something and your body feels heavy and you feel like you're getting stuck to the floor. No matter yes. how fast you go, you can't go fast enough. That's what it captured for me. It was okay. Absolutely terrifying. It was pretty, it was very tense. Yes. <clears throat> the tension. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. They take a little bit of longer than I would have liked, I think, actually getting to the house. They did, but they, I mean, it was only 85 minutes. Right. And it was a pretty, well. it was a pretty tight 85 minutes. I thought so too. It served well to like introduce the characters well, build suspense and tension. You know, right. so we haven't even talked about what this movie is about. It's this YouTubers, these, these couple who are YouTubers that they visit abandoned houses. Yes. Which is really cool. These, there are a lot of YouTubers who actually do this. And videotape abandoned locations. It's pretty, pretty cool. So in this one, they hear about this town that was intentionally flooded. Everyone evacuated, and, and right. they intentionally flooded the town. And, and, and their plan is to dive down to the bottom of the lake to try to... And Ben thinks this is going to be this really great secret spot. And then they get there, and, and it's, it's a all tourist location. Tourist, touristy. So there goes that plan. So they decide that instead of exploring we're just gonna have i guess we're just gonna enjoy a day on the lake but you get the idea that tina is this is yes the, she's not excited about this necessarily well, yeah and she's, there's something i want to comment on when we get a little further yeah, i feel in like terms she's a their relationship him. it's more like she's doing this for him as opposed to being really 100 percent on board. well it, it's for him versus with him right it's a big difference right yeah they get approached by a guy named Pierre who says, right. hey, I know a secret location where... Right. Ben Ben goes to get them some wine, and then he stops and talks to Pierre. Right. right and right, then... Right. So Pierre's like, hey, I know a spot you can go dive. And as a matter of fact, there's a house down there that a, for per- reasons... A, is A perfectly preserved house. perfectly preserved and intact. And he's like, no way. Take us. So... It kind of goes from there. They get to the lake, and Pierre says something to Tina. He's he's creepy anyway, right? He's creepy anyway. He's creepy. He's kind of like slimeballish. And he says something to her, and he tells her, that's my family's motto. Right. And this comes into play a little bit later. Yeah. Well, what is it? He says... He says I don't remember the exact phrasing. He said... Well, here's why it's important, because he says... Uh oh man I can't I can never remember exactly how this quote goes uh cuz it's from Lovecraft. Oh. And it's that whole thing it's from Call of Cthulhu when it says um that is not dead which can eternal lie. 
And once he says that, anybody who's read Lovecraft knows, okay, now we're in trouble. Yeah. Now there's something else going on here. So they they get all their equipment. They've got like the most amazing tech too. Like they have an underwater yeah. drone that follows them around to get yes. footage. They have footage in their helmets, I guess, or yes. diving equipment built in. It's really, really cool because it offers the directors and the producers a a lot of different angles. Yeah. So we get to see this story unfold from a couple of different yeah, perspectives. Yeah, because it's, it's not really a found footage movie. No, not, because not there solely. Are, because there are a bunch of times where there are camera shots of them right. that aren't part of the... Because when I went into it, I first thought it was supposed to be found footage. It's not. And then the other thing that happens that's really kind of... And I, this can't be an accident, but between the drone and their helmets with the lights in them, very 2001 Space Odyssey, because the helmets did something similar in 2001, and Hal, with the red light, oh. when he would talk to the astronauts and he would talk to Dave, and I think I think this was because the, the drone light would sometimes turn red when there was something wrong. Oh. And whenever something scary was going on, the drone would turn, the drone light would turn red and it would move away from her. And I was like, this is some, this huh. is some, I guess two, I didn't pick up on that. This is some 2001 shit here. But then yeah. There's the idea that very, very early on, they introduce you to the oxygen meter. Yes. That lets them know how much dive time they have based on how yes. much oxygen is left in their diving tanks. And, that timer kind of acts as a time bomb right. for the rest of the movie. Right. Which, like, increases the tension because, of course, when you're scared, you tend to breathe heavier. It's just so terrifying. It really is. I mean, and I don't I've, I don't dive. I've never done that. And I don't think I would. No, I, I wouldn't either. Because that's... That, uh, from I know, some, I know a couple folks who dive, and basically there is so much that can go wrong. And yeah, no, nah, it's not for me. No. Um, Same thing with like caving. Right. Uh-uh. <laughs> Which brings up a good point. Like take the supernatural elements out of this movie. If it's just a movie about two divers trying to escape a location that they're right. trapped in, it would still be yeah. a really good movie just, because the idea of trying to get out. When just you, the idea of going on a dive into a sunken house right. is already plenty dangerous enough. Right. Let alone what we encounter soon that this house is no ordinary house. It is in fact haunted or possessed yes. of some kind. There's something supernatural yes. happening here. So the longer they're in there, the weirder, the weirder shit gets. Get. And she, uh, Tina runs across a family portrait. Yes. And lo and behold, Yes. It's, it's inscribed with the exact same family motto. Yes. That Pierre mentioned. And, and guess who's and in the Pierre portrait? Pierre is in the portrait. Pierre is in the portrait. Now we know for sure that there's something creepy going on. Right. And then they get to the basement <laughs> where they find the mother and father of the family just hanging there. Perfectly preserved. Perfectly preserved. Dead as hell, or so we think. Floating there, chained to the floor. Yeah. And then their their eyes open. And this is where the movie takes a hard, 
hard turn. It really does. And it just really, it really, really cranks up. Uh, how do you run away from a ghost underwater? Yeah. That can like, just walk underwater like it's not a like yeah a, like, like it's, it's not water you know it was so eerie the way they move like yeah. the actors who were playing the the ghost creatures were it was so unique was I so want to know how they scary. did that that was yeah like how do you hold your breath yeah for that long only right. thing I can think of is that they had to have had oxygen tanks like, well and how camera. did they not. And how did they not float up? Also, they don't produce bubbles. They don't. They, had, they, they um, digitally removed all the bubbles. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So that the dead, the dead people don't produce bubbles in the movie. Okay. Another cool thing that they did was, it was cool, and then I wondered if maybe it was, maybe I misunderstood. As they're approaching, like when they first dive in and they're swimming to the house, there's fish everywhere. As soon as they get to the gate, no, no fish. fish. No fish. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, the animals want to keep away from this place. But then later on, a fish brushes against her leg. Right. And they, they're like, oh, if he can get in, maybe there's an escape. So they try to follow the fish to, to see if how it got in. But Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe maybe not then. I really wish they would have not put that fish scene in yeah. there. Because it really gave me the idea that even the animals know. Yeah, that's some, a good that's a good There's point. something not right here. What happens after that? The thing with the, the, the basement, especially, and this is where more of the Lovecraft cosmic horror stuff kicks in, is, see, it's never really explained what the people in the house were doing. But clearly it's you some know kind it's, of a cult. Yeah, you know it's evil, and there's all these pictures of missing kids, and then there's some some really weird shit happens later on when, like, the lights come on in the house yeah. And the film projector and, um, starts running. All and then, is, all this is underwater. Then is possessed. And then they're <laughs> showing footage of what they were, what the residents of the house were doing. So this part, while I like the explanation, I don't necessarily like how they did it. Yeah. It was like, here, sit down, enjoy some exposition. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And it was like, um, right. But at least it wasn't. Okay. In, but at least it wasn't an info dump. No, no. It was cool that, you know, like, the projector worked underwater. Yeah. Everything in in here is not normal. Obviously, this shouldn't work. Electricity should not right. work, right? Obviously. But it does. And he plays her this reel. So I guess the townspeople had suspicions that this creepy family had been doing things to the kids. They right. turned out that they were right. So on the day that the town was, going, was set to be flooded, I guess they figured this is a good time right. to, like, away with it they ran up in the house their plan was to kill the entire family and hightail it out of there let them be flooded out the end but pierre was able to pierre lives pierre lived and was able to escape and apparently has been making sacrifices to the house yeah so you You never idea that this is not the first couple he's lured no out here and that was the thing they never explained we know they were killing these kids we don't really know why. Right. And then wherever they're chained, there's a seal on the floor. And that's like some right. kind of weird, I guess, kind of Lovecrafty yeah, elder sign kind of, yeah. So there were some I, really... I kind of like that we don't really know exactly no. what they were. Because it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Ultimately, the specifics of what they were doing don't, don't right. matter. Right, exactly. I like when stuff has like Lovecraft cosmic horror undertones yeah. without being... Like a big prominent part of the yeah of the plot that to me makes it more sinister 
because we don't know what's actually going on. Yeah, and the further they get and the longer they're down there, the less oxygen they have to the point right. where she's down to like minutes worth of oxygen. She, I think the last count that we see, she's down to 2%. And she she starts shedding equipment to like mm-hmm. try to swim to the surface. Man. And, that is one. This is one. That was a tough ending. The end to of this movie is just bleak. grim. <laughs> it's so bleak. It really it is, is. So bleak. She's so close. She's so close. You can see the light Spoilers. on the surface. Yeah, and just oh, it's <laughs> just you're like no, and then when, and then you get the yeah. So had really really big spoilers. You get the post credit scene. There's a post credit scene. There's a post credit scene. Yeah. Oh shit. There's a post-credit scene where Pierre has brought two more divers. No! Yeah. And in fact, one even has a peace sign tattooed on the side of her neck. Shut up. And the last scene is the two of them looking out at the water. But the first time I saw this movie and we get to the post-credit scene, I was actually waiting for her to come up out of the water. Oh. And then it just cuts to these two girls. And I'm like, oh, man. I wonder if there'll be a sequel. Then. I would love to see a sequel to this. I don't know what um, how it translates to American dollars, but it had a budget of five million euros. Wow! And it went over budget. Well, of course it did. I mean, but then it had a box office of one point three American. Okay. American dollars. I don't know how that breaks down. Wow. I don't. I think it ended up upside down. Like, if you haven't seen this movie, like honestly, dude, it's really check it out. It's it's really good. It I would count. I mean, it's kinda, it's a twenty twenty one movie. I would already. I would already count this as a hidden gem. Oh, for sure. Not enough people are talking about this no. movie. I stumbled across it, I want to say, on Amazon. And, and I, I was like, what's this? I stumbled across I, it because you told me about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I decided to check out the trailer, and I was like, huh. And I've heard one other podcast that talks about this movie at all, and that was Bloody Good Horror. Okay. And I have not... I've really not seen or heard anything else about yeah, this, this movie. Yeah, this one's really unique as far as, like, again... It's it's a haunted house story, but underwater. Now, does that mean I want you to take every horror genre and throw it <laughs> at the bottom of a lake? No, no. I, I I don't I don't want that. I don't need to see underwater slasher movies. Right. I don't need to see underwater exorcisms. I just that's not yeah. I I want to. I, I would love to have been at this pitch meeting. So we've got this haunted house, <laughs> right? And this this cursed family that was that was killed by the locals because they were doing weird shit and basically doing sacrifices. And these two people go to explore the house. Oh, but and bad stuff before. and bad stuff happens to them. But we're gonna put the whole thing underwater. Underwater? <laughs> You're mad. <laughs> Let's do it. But yeah, it's good. It's tense. It holds up. I think it holds I up really it. well. I liked the, and there's little things that I didn't catch the first time. Like when they, so the, the, when they find the basement, there's a, there's a life-size crucifix barring the door. Yeah. Like, okay. And, and they just take it off. Yeah. Hey, let's see what's behind this door. No. Yeah. No, but, you leave. And clearly somebody locked something in there and felt Jesus and put was a, the way. And put a cross on it. <laughs> the biggest goddamn cross you have ever seen. Yeah. Like it's which, huge. Which to me already says, okay, there's a fucking vampire in here. Something. So no, they move it and uh and, and drop it. But then later on they're in different parts of the house and they have to come back to the basement trying to find a way out. 
And I don't know if you caught this. When he looks at the statue, its head has turned. Oh, no, I didn't. Because when they first put it down, its head is down on its shoulder. And then when they go past, the head is looking at him. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was the other thing, is there's so much stuff that he sees that she asks him, what did you see? And he says, nothing. I hate that trope. Well, I I hate that. Why are you not sharing this information? Well, and it's been around since, I want to say, because we've seen it in Midsummer, we see it in this, and I'm trying to remember where would be like the first place I remember seeing this. But it's this idea of... It's this idea of the douchey boyfriend who is who you can't wait to see die. Right. It's all over the place. Yeah, and I it's didn't not necessarily see Ben as the douchey boyfriend necessarily. I also didn't want to see him die. Okay. I kind of just looked at like he's his ambitions are kind of blinding him. I mean, right he's now. not as bad as he's the, not as bad as Christian in Midsummer. Yeah. But okay, but with Ben it was like Dude, I know you're seeing this shit. Like, why are you still gaslighting Tina? Like, yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong. You see this shit too, dude. Right. I hate that. Like, I, he's I, in he's in the one room and he sees, like, the jar with a hand in it. And she says, what, like what, what was in there? Nothing. Yeah, or maybe not necessarily this movie, but, like, in others. Something blatantly supernatural will happen. Right. And they're like, they, they dismiss it with right. the most ridiculous excuse that could... Oh, I know who I was thinking of. I was thinking about Micah in Paranormal Activity. Yes. That, to me, is like the first really big instance of... <laughs> That's a good example. What an asshole. Yeah, like, dude, <laughs> you don't see this shit? Actually, I know you see it because you went to go get cameras to right. capture it. Exactly. The house's cabinets are flying open. Shit is flying out of the cabinets. I'm getting dragged out of the bed, and you were like, hey, let's get it on film. Not, hey, let's yeah. get the fuck out of here. No. All right course but anyway i thought deep house was fantastic uh you ready for skull ratings yeah i'm at a 3.7 on this one 3.7 okay that's high that's I pretty that's, that's high for you i liked it a lot too um i'd, I'd still i'd give it a 3.5 okay it's we're, that's we're not bad close that's to not bad it, what, what's funny about it is with like with all the technology to it that never took me out of the movie no like with all the idea of how did they do this no, I was not at curious, all. but it never distracted me from the story. Right, I was just fascinated. Like, wow, this is this is a hell of an achievement. Yeah, you know, like it's really impressive, especially for a low budget movie. You know what I mean? Because we've all we've seen Abyss, we've seen Leviathan, but those movies had millions, of yeah. millions of dollars. For yeah. budget. So this is yeah. I I I'm I'm happy with I'm happy with three point five. Go sink in. Oh man! <laughs> oh, so this is, I guess this would be considered a deep dive into yeah into yeah. this movie, and in a couple of years it'll probably be considered a deep cut. Oh man! Fuck All us right. both. We're gonna yeah. We're just on that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we're just we're just we'll we're see just, ourselves out. We'll see. Yeah, we'll let ourselves out. Thanks. We know stay where, creepy. You we guys. know where the door is. <laughs> uh, next week, what is next week? Next oh, next week is going to start the. Uh, the big October extravaganza, yes. starting with what are we doing first? Halloween three season of the witch forty year anniversary. Forty year anniversary. And Super then, excited about that. And then we'll be doing uh, the top five movies, movies set or on or around Halloween. Doing a double feature trick or treat and tales of Halloween, 
And then uh, should we go? Should we announce what we're doing, or just save it? I mean, why not? Yeah, last week. the last last week of October, we're going to rank the entire Halloween franchise, including the Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, and the new one. We're gonna and the new until, one. We're going to wait yeah. until. I'll probably write my list and then plug kills in. Oh yeah, wherever Absolutely. it happens to fall. Um, just know that we're doing this for y'all because. At least me personally, I'm not the biggest fan of the Halloween franchise. Really? I think it's a convoluted mess. Okay. There it's got its gems. I mean it's it hold to me it holds up all the way all the way through four. Okay. And then five five goes completely off the fucking rails. And then I, what did you think of the twenty eighteen? The first one? Is that Rob's first one? No, no, the the, the David Green. Oh, those I'm, I'm liking them so far. They're just okay. I like the how this is. We shouldn't even be talking about this right now. Right, that's true. Tune in <laughs> for the Halloween special if you want to know how I feel about the 2018. Halloween. So we will be back with that next week.